Welcome to the Light Post Podcast, where we endeavor to cast light from God's Word on issues that impact our lives. I am Minister Joseph Parker, and I want to answer a simple question. What is wrong with worry? Before that question gets answered, let us break down what worry is. We'll start with the definition. Webster's Dictionary says, Worry is mental distress or agitation resulting from concern, usually for something impending or anticipated. Another word for worry is anxiety. Now the list for causes of worry is inexhaustible, but I named some common causes. One of those causes of worry is family. That could involve parents, siblings, and other relatives. Another cause is health. That could involve disease or injury. Another cause is finances, involving money issues. Another cause for worry is life changes, and another cause is relationships. And still there are many others out there in this world that can be causes of worry. You know, worry is nothing new. I know it's common in this day and age, but actually occurred often in ancient times. If you look in the Bible, there were numerous prominent figures that dealt with worry. Yeah, the children of Israel, when they were at the Red Sea, after they had left the oppression of Egypt, they were set free by God's mighty hand. Yet, they were at the Red Sea and they felt seemingly stuck. They became very worried when they saw the Egyptians were coming after them. Read more about what took place in Exodus chapter 14. You have the prophet Elijah. He had just left the great showdown he had with the prophets of Baal and the true God. And God showed himself strong by bringing down fire to consume Elijah's sacrifice. Yet in that moment, after that great moment, Elijah received the communication, a note from Queen Jezebel threatening his life. And it troubled Elijah greatly. He got very worried to the point where he ran away and isolated himself. Read more about what took place in 1 Kings chapter 19. Jesus' disciples in the New Testament they became very worried when they were in a great storm on the Sea of Galilee. They were in a ship. Jesus Christ was soundly asleep, yet the disciples were greatly worried. They were fearing for their life. You could read about what took place in Mark chapter 4. So let's get to the question, what's wrong with worry? Or is it a sin to worry? And we'll just let the Lord Jesus Christ himself answer that question. In Matthew chapter 6, verse 25 to verse 34, we get our answer. Starting at verse 25. Therefore, I say to you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air, for they neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns. Yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? Which of you by worrying can add one cubit to his stature? So why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. And yet I say to you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Now if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is, and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? Therefore do not worry, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For after all these things the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knows that you will need all these things. But 
Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about its own things. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. Based on the Lord's words, worry is a sin because it is choosing to be subject to fear. According to the word, worry is a useless activity to engage in altogether. The Lord tells us not to do it, so doing it would be an act of disobedience. Even though we know it's wrong to worry, what should we do when we are tempted to worry? The numerous situations in life can tempt us to worry, so we must decide how to respond when we are tempted. The answer is simple. We give the matter to God. In Philippians chapter 4, verse 6 and 7, it says, Be anxious for nothing, but everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. If you got time to worry, you got time to pray. The Apostle Paul is saying in Philippians, do not, allow, do not allow yourself to worry about anything. But instead of worrying, pray. Make your request known to God. Whatever that issue is that's troubling you, maybe it's something that's challenging coming your way, whether it's regarding to your health, a family matter, relationships, give the matter to God. Don't try to bear it all on your own. The pressure will get to you. The enemy can use that to shake your faith to weigh you down. Do not allow yourself to worry. Do not get anxious. Be anxious for nothing but everything by prayer and supplication. With thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God and the peace of God will surpass all understanding will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. In simplest of terms, as I said earlier, if you got time to worry, you got time to pray. That's what I put together based off of Philippians chapter 4, verse 6 and 7. If you got time to worry, you got time to pray. In 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 6 and 7, it says, Therefore, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time, casting all your care upon him, for he cares for you. The cares of life, they can cause you to worry, but you must decide to do something instead of worrying. You got to respond in a supernatural way. It's natural to get weighed down by these issues. It's natural to allow yourself to get agitated by the things you can't control. I understand that. Family, health, finances, life changes, relationships, all sorts of causes for worry. But you got to decide to give it to God. Whatever it may be, no matter how challenging it may be, give it to God. You cannot bear it all on your own. And for two different apostles, the Apostle Paul and the Apostle Peter are telling us, he, they are telling us to give these issues that concern us to God. When you have cares, give them to God. When concerns come upon you, give them to God. Do not allow yourself to be brought under the oppression of fear by worrying. Bring God in on the situation by giving him the issue, by calling to him in prayer. That is the solution. I didn't want to end this by just telling you that worry is wrong. I want to tell you what you can do in response to when you are tempted to worry. There are so many things out in this world that are, that are outside of our control that we just can't control. And they are causes for worry if we allow them to be causes of worry. But by the power of the Holy Spirit, we can rise above what it may be worrying us and choose to look above. Look up where our help comes from. Call to God. Say, God, this thing is too much for me. 
I'm just trusting you with it. I'm casting it on you. Whether it's a money issue, whether it's a health issue, a family issue, give it to God. Give it to God. You cannot bear it all on your own. God is more than enough to handle that issue. Don't give in to worry. In prayer. Father God, we just magnify and praise your name. Lord, you are good. Your mercy everlasting. Your truth endures into all generations. You are the almighty God who is all sufficient, able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we can ask or think. Father, in many ways we fall short in thought, word, deed. But you said in your word, if we confess our sins, you are faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Create us a pure heart and renew us a right spirit. Help us to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. Conform us into the image of Christ that we may do the works of Christ. May our light so shine before others that they see our good works and glorify you in heaven. Thank you for being Jehovah Jireh, our provider. We have everything we need for life and godliness through the knowledge of your son. Our cup runs over with so many good things. And if we try to account for all the good things you do for us, the list would never be able to stop. Because at this very moment, Father, you're blessing us and you're keeping us. For all we know, the enemy of our souls could have been trying to bring great harm upon us, Father. And your angels, your heavenly hosts, has kept us. And we just thank you, Father, for different ways you've kept us, different ways you've preserved us. Thank you for your peace. Thank you for your word, which is a lamp to our feet and light to our path. Thank you for the Holy Spirit, the helper you sent to guide us to all truth. And above all, thank you for loving us so much. You sent Jesus Christ to die on the cross to pay for our sins. In whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, according to riches of your grace. And by our faith in him, we have the right to be called children of God. And right now, Father, just call out to you right now, wanting to just ask you to help us to overcome any worries that are in our life. Father, I just try to encourage my brothers in Christ about the issue of worry and how it is it's not good. It's not a good thing to worry. In fact, it's a sin, according to what the Lord has told us to do. He's told us not to worry. He's told us to seek the kingdom. Father, I know it's easy said, but not easily done. And I just pray, Father, that you empower us to handle the worries by giving them to you, not trying to handle them ourselves, by handing them off to you, Father, whatever they may be, whether it's issues with family, health, finances, life changes, relationships, or whatever it could be concerning this person that's listening in on this on this podcast, Father. Help us, Father, to just cast our cares upon you, to entrust them into your hands, because your hands are good hands. They're sure hands. They're strong hands. We weren't meant to carry all the burdens of this life on ourselves. And as your children, Father, we can handle anything if we're willing to give it to you to handle but not trying to handle it ourselves. And if we have time to worry, Father, that's time to pray. And right now, Father, we're just praying for the worries that could be going on in our life. Help us to entrust them to you. Help us to continue to be strong in you and the power of your might. Because, Lord, we know that worry can actually be a part of spiritual warfare. The enemy can use worry as a weapon against us to neutralize us, Father. But we are not unaware of his schemes. Help us, Father, to be strong in you and the power of your might. Utilizing what you've given us to be victorious against the enemy. You've given us your word, which is a lamp to our feet and light to our path. The sword of the spirit, Father, we have a, a powerful weapon, an offensive weapon to overcome the enemy when he tries to trouble our minds. We can use that word to encourage ourselves in you, Father. Help us, Father, to fill our heart and mind with so much of your word so that when temptations come to cause us to worry, when we're tempted to worry, Father, we can go to your word, we can draw out what your word says, 
When we get worried about us being unable and capable of doing something, we can go to Philippians 4.13. It says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. If we feel worried about just a spirit of fear that's come upon us, we can go to 2 Timothy 1 verse 7. It says, God's not given us a spirit of fear, but a power and love and a sound mind. In anything else, Father, we can just go to you, Father, relying on what the word reveals about yourself, Father, your promises that can guide us, that can strengthen us and encourage us, Father. But may we not be victims of, to worry, Father, and may we help other people encourage them when they're tempted to worry. Help us, Father, to reach out, use an opportunity that other people have to be worried, Father. Help us use those opportunities to share the truth of the gospel, to let them know that God is available to them, to let them know that there is hope in Jesus Christ. Father, I just pray if there's anyone in here that does not know you, that is yet to put their trust in Jesus Christ, Father, that needs to reconcile themselves to you, Father, to be set free from the power of sin. I pray, Lord, that you would just draw them near to you, Father. Help them to see their need to repent, Father, to turn away from a life of sin, to trust Jesus Christ who you have sent. Because more than 2,000 years ago, Father, you sent your son to be born of the Virgin Mary, to be the Lamb of God, take away the sin of the world. And there's nothing in ourselves, Father, that can make us right before you. Our righteous acts are as filthy rags, but Christ's perfect sacrifice is what covers us, Father. And if we put our faith in him, Lord, we know according to the word of God, as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God. So, Lord, we can just receive that gift, Father, for the ways of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. And I pray, Father, is anyone here that has yet to receive that gift, Father, open their heart and mind to want that gift, to desire that gift, to be reconciled to you, believing in the perfect sacrifice of Jesus Christ when he died on that cross. And three days later, he rose again from the grave. The grave couldn't hold him. And we know, Lord, because he lives, we can face tomorrow. And that resurrection power, that resurrection power that raised him from the dead can be ours, Father. It can be that person's that is yet to believe, Father. I pray, Lord, they will choose to believe, Father, whoever they may be. Bless us indeed, O Lord. Enlarge our territory. May your hand be upon us. Keep us from evil so it will not cause us pain. May our strength equal our days, and may our days be long and prosperous. Now let the words of our mouth and meditation of our heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Light Posts Podcast, a ministry of the Guiding Light Church. For other messages and resources, connect with us online at guidinglight.org, Guiding Light Church on Facebook, or Guiding Light Church TV on YouTube. Be blessed. May your strength equal your days. May your days long and prosperous. Remember to focus on Christ, die to self, live for God.